Wouldn't it be great if there was a strategy for social media that had you doing less? Whew. That sounds good. Well, that's what Katie Brinkley is bringing for us today on No Boring Stories. Let's get into it. What's up, storytellers? Welcome to the No Boring Stories podcast, here to make sure there's no BS in your brand story. You want to make lasting impact in this world, and you know that storytelling is the best way to engage your ideal audience today, but finding and sharing your brand story can be a confusing process. My friend, if you're confused, you better believe your audience is too. And that's why I'm here with over two decades experience showing up for audiences as an actor, speaker, storyteller, and a coach. Each episode, I'm bringing you my signature storytelling tools and transformative founders stories like today so you can clearly find, share, and build a brand on your story. I want you to feel like you can put what you learn here into action right away. And one of the great actions that you can take after this episode is to connect with our guest, Katie, let her know how amazing she was, ask her about her services, and share this on your social media so that she will be seen by even more people. That is a great way to say thank you to our guests on the show. So go out there, start sharing your stories of how this podcast is impacting you, because when you share this story, you shape your world. Today, I will be talking with Katie Brinkley. Katie is fantastic. She is a social media strategist, leveraging social media to grow audiences and income for over 19 years since the time of MySpace. She's been helping her clients build a strategy to attract the right followers and generate consistent inbound leads in as little as an hour a week. How good does that sound? Katie's history of radio journalism, as you'll hear about in this episode, mixed with her social aptitude, allows her to bring a unique insight and leverage her clients' stories to the forefront of their social strategy. She really brings a unique perspective towards this social media aspect of being a business owner, and I think you are really going to enjoy this conversation. So let's not waste any more time. Let's get right into it. Here's my conversation with Katie Brinkley. Welcome back to the No Boring Stories podcast. I, of course, am Alex Street, and I am joined today by a new and fast friend, Katie Brinkley. Katie, how are you doing today? I'm awesome. Thank you so much for having me, Alex. I'm so excited about this because uh, this is, I, I love podcast swaps and switches and like where, you know, I get to go on yours and there's like, ah, let's do this on mine. And it's like, I go over to your house, you come over to my house. And it's, totally. it's kind of like, are we going to have the same conversation? And yet, of course, we're not like we've grown as friends since then. And it's like, I'm hosting you at my house. What am I going to serve? What are you going to dive into? Right? I like the house analogy. That's a great analogy because it is a little bit different. Like you get to be uh-huh. the, the, you know, decide the menu and decide what the, you know, what we're going to have on our plates for not just for, for dining, but what the activities are going to be, you know, like, are we going to play games? Are we going to watch a movie? You know, <laughs> I like that. Actually, we should bring more games into podcasts. I think we should totally. do that. Look, you bring the drinks, then I'll just provide the direction of the meal here. So actually with that, let's just start off. Like if you were to bring a drink to a party to someone's house, what would you bring? Is it like bottle of champagne, bottle of wine? Is it coffee? Is it orange juice? What would you bring as like a good guest to show up to someone's house? Well, you said coffee and I was like, well, 
what time of day are we meeting? Because I'm, I love me some coffee. Like this girl loves her Starbucks, but if we're doing like a dinner party, I'm so boring because now that I've gotten a little bit older, I can't drink a lot of mm-hmm. wine anymore and like hard alcohol. I, I really don't mm-hmm. know what I'm ordering. So I'm just a good old fashioned beer drinker. I'll there bring us a, a six pack on over. <laughs> Excellent. I love it. Look, I love, I'm a, I'm a, a beer kind of snob actually. Like I love my, you know, craft beer. So look, I am absolutely okay, so happy yeah, so with I'm that. I'm in Denver. I'm in Denver. Oh, so yeah. I love a craft beer too, but I'm, oh. I'm huge on, on Hefeweizens and wheats. So. Oh geez. Yeah. Okay. Actually I stay away no from IPAs. Those. No IPAs. I don't like oh, hops. No. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like, bring on the hops and bring on the dark stuff. So it's okay. You can uh, look, I'll drink whatever you bring. This is fine. Let's bring a story into this. Can you think of like a dinner party or like some sort of moment? D- does something come to mind where, where you have actually been at like a potluck or you have brought something or like uh, maybe like a, a holiday party or something like what shows up for you when you think about that? What's a moment that shows up? Um, probably going to my, so my best friend, I'm so lucky. My best friend lives across the street from me mm-hmm. and, uh, she recently, typically I'm the one that hosts all the parties. Yeah, I don't know how that's happened, but like the past six months I've gone to a whole bunch of dinner parties. So I've been in a different situation of like having to bring, you know, food yeah, you or go. drinks with me. Yeah. And it's very different being a guest versus being the host. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so I've, the last time I went over to her house and uh, I brought over a six pack and there then I go. brought over little caprese, you know, sticks. So uh, like the buffalo mozzarella, tomato and yep, like a little yep. piece of basil on like a skewer. So, yeah. So, I mean. Oh, you fancy, huh? Like <laughs> my six pack of beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> no, I mean, like it's, I do think it's interesting now that you bring up the dinner parties and I don't know yeah. if this is where you want the podcast to go. No, we're um, rolling but, with it. This okay, is great. Okay. <laughs> but I mean as a host versus mm-hmm. as a guest, mm-hmm. like I, I mean, like, like I said, she's my best friend. She lives right across the street. She comes over to my house for the dinner parties. Like yeah. it was the same, like 10 people that typically are at my house. We were just at hers. And mm-hmm. I had a lot of anxiety over going over to her house mm. for this event. And, and it's, it was, like I said, it was the same people, but just is that know, the like, same? Okay. So is that, let's bring that back to the podcast thing. Is that the same? Do you feel the same when you go on someone else's podcast? Do you ha- do you feel differently than you do when you know, when I show up on yours, is there, totally. is there any anxiety here? Is there yeah, something? I mean, I know, I don't know if anxiety is the right word, but sure. I mean, I don't know where, like I just said before, I don't know where the yeah. conversation is going to go. Mm-hmm. I was mm-hmm. like, is this, is this how you want the podcast to flow? Like, is this, yeah. is this fitting your format? Whereas when it, when you come on to my show, when you come into my house, I can kind yeah. of like, okay, well, I know where I really want Alex to talk about this. So I'm going to make sure I ask this question or, or anything like that. Whereas when you're the guest, Mm-hmm. You you kind of have the opportunity. It's kind of like, well, I want to make, I want to make sure that your audience is getting a great podcast that they're listening and they're like, oh my gosh, this is, this is, I'm so worth my time because time is money. Time is valuable. And if we're yeah. wasting our time, you know, that's, we have to make sure that I, I just want to make sure that I'm showing up good for uh-huh. Which is so interesting because I get to dictate that, right? So it's kind yeah. of on me of like, you just, as long as you show up and you say like, okay, where do we want to go with this? I, you trust that I'm going to lead the way for what my audience kind of needs right now. So do they need a conversation about dinner parties? I'm not exactly sure, but I do think that it's going to connect to something that they do need, which is where we're going with this. And so kind of buried the lead here, but you are a social media strategist. And so essentially you're helping people show up 
on social media with their businesses. Is that a safe way to say yeah. that? Do you have a better yeah. way to say that? No, that's a perfect way. I mean, I help them show up w- so that they can post less and focus on building their business. Uh, I, I think that in today's world, it's gotten really confusing between being a business owner and, co- and a content creator. Yes, you mm. kind of need to do both as, as a business owner, but there's different strategies for for showing up as both on both types on social media. So how can you mm. show up effectively and build leads for your business. So that's what okay. I, that's what I do. Well, I definitely want to get into that. And that will yeah. be part of our conversation is I want to hear what you've got on that and how you can help people really do that. Because I think that's a really interesting distinction there between content creator and business owner. And do we switch those hats or when do we wear both of those hats? I'm sure you've got some, some comments yeah. on that. Yes, I do. And I so do. What I'm fascinated by right here, though, is, again, going back to this host and guest conversation, whether it's a dinner party or it's a podcast, showing up up as the guest, I actually have this analogy around storytelling where I think about being a potluck and you need to bring your best dish, right? You bring something to the table and we expect you to bring your best, bring something, and hopefully it's your best, really is what it is. And and talking about this guest thing of like bringing something here, but, and and you showing up on a podcast, you're like, I want to bring something and I just hope it's a value. And really what I'm looking for is I just hope, yes, I hope you bring something as well. Like there is this, this expectation on my part. here, And so I would love for you to speak about that a little bit. How do you know that like, or how do you measure, how do you know what you're coming in with? How can you be so sure that, well, I know that at some point we're going to talk about this, or at least I can lead the conversation towards. So like, can you feel like you can lead the conversation towards what you're an expert in? I guess my question is, how do you make sure that you are the best guest possible? Oh man. Uh, you know, Alex, this, this is the thing with podcast guesting is, mm-hmm. y- you know, I mean, like, well, as you start using podcast guesting as part of your marketing strategy. And I mean, yeah. this is, it, it is a marketing strategy where it's no different than going live together on Instagram. We're sharing each other's audiences right now, because after this show is done, I'm going to share it with my audience mm-hmm. and they're going to be exposed to you and your listeners are already being exposed to me. So yeah. it's, it's a way for us to collaborate and share audiences. So I want to make sure that every time I show up, I'm giving that value so that people will say, I'd never even thought, like you said, I never even thought about social media in that regard. Yeah. And that's what I hope that everyone will, will get from listening to me on podcasts. If I just go on a podcast to talk about what it was like being a radio journalist, was mm-hmm. that a part of my, my story, you know, my history? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I used, I used to be the post game reporter. That's awesome, but it's not going to do really anything for is I don't know if I'll really want to share it with with my audience because Mm -hmm. they want to know more about social media strategy. They want to know Mm -hmm. this story. So I had to be strategic with what podcasts I guest on so that I know I'm bringing the right type of value, not just for your audience, but for mine too. That's so good. And, And I think that's what I, what I love about even how you show up here is that clarity of what I talk about, right? Yeah. There isn't that, that, what you're not wondering in your mind, what am I here to talk about? You know, of course, and I lead the way I'm like, look, we're going to talk about storytelling because that's that's the platform that we're on here. You're in my house. Let's let's aim it towards that. And you're like, great. And I'm a social media strategist. So we're going to make sure that it goes that it has to go in that direction. We're not going to talk about storytelling on the stage necessarily, because that's not 
really what your expertise in is is yeah. in at this point, right? Yeah. And so I think just that awareness of how you're going to show up, this is the thing that I think is so valuable for people to to hear and to know is is to have that awareness, that absolute clarity on who you are and what you have to bring. And it might sound simple, but there is a shocking amount of us out there that aren't even exactly clear on that. Do you see that? Oh, yeah. And I mean, I th- I think too, you know, you said storytelling and, and social media is kind of like, well, wait a second, but that's, it's so important now in, mm-hmm. in as a business owner is of storytelling, storytelling and, and, and yeah. social media are, is it something that you necessarily went and decided to be an entrepreneur about like, oh, I, I really want to become a better storyteller. So I'm going to start my own business, my own candle making business. No, this is something that's like an, in addition to, but uh-huh. the better storyteller you are, the better social, the better you are on social media, the more you know what it is that you can talk about, what it is that you do, yeah. the easier it's going to be for you to get business. So I think that, you know, what you and I do, like it, it complements each other so nicely. And I mm-hmm. think that we have to be willing to, to sometimes, I guess, step outside of our comfort zone in mm-hmm. order to stand out from the crowd. So good. So what is it that, what is the the hope for you? You help someone show up uh, and, and really know that difference so that how do they feel uh, as a business owner? What are they feeling after they kind of, you know, they, they work with you or they learn from you? How are they going to feel different? Well, and, and Alex, I think that one of the things with, I, I would love to to get a client that doesn't, that doesn't have the clarity yet, because I'd love to send them your way. Because when you have, when you know your story, mm-hmm. it makes everything so much easier. Mm-hmm. Like you said before, when you were like, wait a second. So what do you do with, with social media here? And I was like, well, I, I help eliminate the overwhelm for a business owner right. on social media. So they don't have to show up as a content creator. And how yeah. do they do that? They have the business clarity. They know their story. So every time that they show up on social media, they're talking exactly to their ideal client and customer. They're helping solve their problems and they're giving them value. So, I mean, you only need to show up a few times a week when you are speaking exactly who you need to talk to, because every time you show up, your audience is like, yes, thank goodness. Mm. Here's Alex again, helping me solve this problem. I never even thought about that. They can't wait to see your content. And because they can't wait to see your content, the algorithm is going to feed them your content, whether it was a day ago or whether it was a minute ago. Oh, that's so good. The idea of you only need to speak a few times a week or show up a few times a week because every time you do, it's so dynamic. It's so poignant, it's so strong. And people are actually at that point of saying, oh, this is good. Yeah, it's been it's been a couple of days. I didn't even <laughs> I didn't even know I had that question. And here you are that's answering right. it, you know? Mm. Um, okay. Where does this come from for you? I mean, let's just, just, just a quick dive into your story. Here you are helping people eliminate that overwhelm, feel like they have more space, more freedom, and they're more powerful with their message. Uh, where does that begin for you? I mean, is that, were you a prolific writer, speaker as a kid? Like, were you winning speech competitions? What was, and and then that went into, as you mentioned, journalism, like, Bring me a bit on that journey there and, and, and what that was like for you. Well, I know that this isn't, you know, a, a four hour long podcast, so I'll, <laughs> I'll give the cliff notes version, but I'm an only child. And mm-hmm. so I have a very, very vivid imagination. And as a kid, one thing that my parents got me was a microphone. And 
I had this boom box in my room and I yeah. would record radio shows yep. and record them onto a cassette tape in my room. I would record the commercials and everything, but like I was a DJ and I loved it. I loved do and I would hang out in my room, talk to myself for, for hours. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I know this feeling. I'm agreeing with you because I'm like, I had one too. It was white and yellow or yellow and red. And it was the crappiest sounding thing. But my goodness, did I create solid content? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, this is, I guess this is like for kids before YouTube. But um, so I would record Uh these radio shows and I also grew up playing softball. But Mm -hmm. I went to college, uh, a smaller college in Colorado and played softball there, got a job at the college radio station. And I really wanted to graduate and become the the next in Colorado. Her name's Susie Wargen. She was a, she was called the sports chick. I grew up listening to her mm-hmm. on the radio. She was, it was, and I loved it because I loved all the sports. I, I played softball and soccer, but I mean, you don't really hear those talked about on the radio, Yeah. but she was here. Here was a girl on the radio talking about the Denver Broncos, the Colorado Rockies, because it was always men talking about it. And mm-hmm. I just. I wanted, I wanted to be that when I grew up. So college, I worked at the college radio station. One of the jobs there as a music director was I had to get bands to send us uh, their music for free. We were writing handwritten letters at the time. And yeah. I was like, this seems like a t- giant time suck. So uh, Facebook didn't think my little small college in Durango was good enough to be on the Facebook. So this girl was all in on MySpace. I went all in. I started connecting with these different bands, reaching out to their managers, asking them to send me their music for free. And I was getting all these bands on the radio. And in exchange for that, I was like, yeah, I'll I'll get you on the radio. Um, I'm happy to make other connections for you. And I quickly saw how much music I was getting sent to the station, but how amazing the relationships were that I was able to build with people that I had never met in real life. And, you know, anytime they'd come through Denver, they're like, Hey, Katie, you've been awesome. You know, we'd love to give you some free tickets to the show. And I'm going backstage to fallout. I was really into punk, but like fallout boy and yellow card and thrice. And it was amazing. Amazing. This is my, this is my high school. And And, okay. I need to pause here just for a second. So, (laughs) okay. Wait. Oh man. Okay. So my, one of my favorite bands as a teenager and I was like, I was in youth group and stuff. Five Iron Frenzy. They're from Denver area. Oh, yeah. Do you know Five uh-huh. Iron? Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. This is just like, my heart is exploding right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I came there. I actually came and saw their last show, their last two shows before they reunited. Back in like, 02, went on a road trip. And, and me and some friends came down, down there to see the end of their their. I don't know, tenure. But anyways, just talking about punk and music and all that, that just brought it up. I had to dip that in there and just ask the question. Maybe this will get edited out. Let's go back into your story because this is significant. I love that you were on MySpace so early. I mean, MySpace is early, but that that's yeah. the start of your like social media credibility, essentially, is saying like, I get this. Yeah, I started well, it and- when it was it- just becoming cool. <laughs> Well, and, and this is the thing. So I, you know, I, I was networking with these bands, but like, I was still like learning HTML code to make my top eight only be like my top six or whatever. And Tom was still, I mean, like changing the colors and everything, but this was my first, ex, you know, exploration into the internet. But I, I knew how quickly community can happen. Connections can happen when you go mm-hmm. in and try to form a connection with somebody, not just consume their content. I mean, yeah, I was listening to their music, but 
this is where I was like, okay, this is, this is a great tool. Yeah. I actually was fast forward after college. I graduated. I landed my dream job. I worked with Susie Warjin at the radio station. I was post-game reporter for the Broncos and the Rockies. Loved it. And I did it for about four years. And then this thing called Sirius XM came out and everyone in the radio panicked. Susie went off to TV. I had no TV experience. I mean, everyone was like, this is the end of radio. So I moved into marketing. And that's when I worked at the Colorado Rockies uh, TV station, did their marketing, did their social media. I did, you know, media buys, all that stuff, script writing. Yeah. Loved it. Didn't think I would ever leave. But, but six years ago, there was a merger at the station and my position was eliminated. And so my boss and I were sitting in her office and I was like, man, Jen, I just, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, I really liked my job. And she said, Katie, you're so good at social media and you have a completely different look on how you approach it. I would love to see you find a job where social media is all you do. Hmm. And I was like, well, let's see if, let's see if I can get a client. And I just go make that job. <laughs> and so it's been six years. Um, and that's, that's now what I do. Yeah. You know, I, I specialize in finding, you know, the, the doing done for you social media and helping businesses learn how to do it so that they can do it themselves. But I'm, my business is in social media, but I'm a business owner first. And mm -hmm. the strategies that I teach are the strategies that I've used to grow my business and build my team and get success and get inbound leads without having to do cold spammy DMs. Like yeah. everything that I teach is through what I actually do. And yeah. it works when you have the clarity, when you have the strategy and you can feel good about being a business owner first and, and having that strong presence on social without having to, you know, do 30 days of dancing and pointing reels and going live on Facebook, you know, mm -hmm. for 30 straight days or anything like that, because it's, it does take a lot of time and not everybody wants to be on social media all day, every day, You're yeah. myself included. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that what's so fascinating about your story there, even as you just kind of put it in that that package that you just delivered it in is this journey from this little girl recording on the radio or on her own radio, kind of making up her own radio show to then obviously there's the journey of like what that looks like to you literally sitting on the other side of a microphone now having a conversation that's going to go out to the internet and the development of that. But then more so there was like this desire within you clearly whatever those radio shows were whatever that was is like i need to do something i need to say something i i like my voice needs to be heard in some way and that grew but then there was this like the barrier that i heard there was around myspace you're like i'm writing handwritten letters this is taking too long i can't connect with as many people as i want to or know that i should and so how do you overcome that barrier that overwhelming idea you're like oh I don't just use MySpace and we'll yeah. just send out a ton of things and we'll connect with people. And then look at that. It actually created authentic community and connection in this marvelous way. And what if I just expanded on that? And then now you are bringing all of this together in this beautiful whole package that you offer to the world of using your voice, using your message, sharing your message, getting your voice out there, giving other people a platform to get their message out there. As we talk about a summit that you just ran and are running again. We'll, we'll <laughs> dip into that in a second and helping people share their message on their platforms uh, and their social media. Like there's such, 
that's kind of the journey that I see. Is that fair? Is that true to see that? Yeah. The platform thing, the, the voice thing of like getting yeah, out there. I mean, it's, it's always been my, my mission to, well, I don't know if I should say mission, but I guess that's the best uh, word I can think of here mm-hmm. on the spot, but to find uh, how you can be effective on each platform without having to spend a ton of time on it. Because I know that being a business owner, there's a lot, I mean, there's so many things that like, I never expected to be an entrepreneur. I was going to be a radio journalist, remember? Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. I, I accounting and hiring and, you know, doing the books and then having to do the client work and then the client calls and then the sales calls. I mean, all of that takes a lot of time. And if you're Mm -hmm. spending two, three hours a day on social media, like just imagine the things you could get done if you were given back an additional 10 hours of your work week. Mm. Just imagine the things you could get done. And so that's where, you know, like when Clubhouse came out in man, 2020, yeah, I was pretty active on the platform, but at the beginning, and I found ways for me to show up then once a week and still continue to grow my numbers. And people were like, well, how are you still growing? How are you? And I was like, I found the way to promote it and network with the right people, get the right people in rooms and collaborate. I mean, Mm -hmm. it's all about the strategy for each platform and not, not every platform has the same strategy. So you have to be willing to post the most effective way that that platform wants you to post. And when you know that going into it again, you only need to show up a couple times a week. So this is what's brilliant about you is, is you, it doesn't like social media is simply the tool that you use to invoke your, like your brilliance around strategic thinking. That's like, that's what I'm seeing coming. You're like, oh, there's a way around this. There's a better way to do it. <laughs> there's so many better ways than having to dance and point, uh, which yeah. I mean, like, oh gosh. And, and like, I say this all the time, like there's a reason I went into radio. I feel so nervous and uh, right. not, not self-confident, the opposite of self-confident. Self-conscious. Un- self-conscious whenever yeah. I'm on reels and stuff. So mm-hmm. I mean, how, I know I need to do it. How can I do it effectively and efficiently so that I'm getting the most reach possible and then I can post the way that I want to post for the rest of the week? This might sound like a weird question, but are you the only one doing what you do? Do you know what I mean? Like, are are you, does anybody else have the strategies that you have, that you have seen? Like, is, is this, is what you I, were talking about here is, does it feel unique? Does it feel like it definitely I got something special? Feels, I feel like everyone out, I feel like the majority of people that I have seen are not showing, are not, they might say you don't need to post every day, but they're yeah. still posting every day. They right. might say that, oh, you can do this and you don't need to do that. You don't need to do trending audio anymore, but yet they're mm. saying you don't need to use trending audio with a trending audio. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, like I try, like I said, I try to, practice what I preach and the strategies yeah. that, that I teach and I implement, I haven't seen anyone else really saying, hey, stop posting on social media. And right. uh, I work in social media, you know, I, yeah. I work in social media, but really how's your email list? You know, so. No, like, it's brilliant. I, I love it. This is, this is what's so great. And and I want to like, give you like, don't be shy about it. That's the thing. Cause I totally no, I'm the think only one. No. <laughs> I, seriously, it's like, I, there's an element where I'm like, I absolutely believe you are the only one doing this because you're the only one that you are you. This is the uniqueness of your story and what you have to bring to the party, right? As you're bringing a dish that you have created, that you have seen, that you have like that has been cooking for years and and you're bringing that perspective and that approach to this. So like 100% to go a little bit 
deeper on this, you're absolutely bring the only one doing this. And then we get into the, the actual content and what that sounds like. You're like, oh, does that sound like other stuff out there? You're like, maybe to a degree. But even when we go there, this is what I love. There is a bit of confidence coming through in your voice to say like, yeah, I don't see anybody actually doing this and following through like I am and having success like I am and my clients are. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's rad. <laughs> I mean, I love that. That's, that's, and to be fair, that's how I feel like I show up as well. It's like, yeah. yeah, I've got this unique thing. And also like I talk about it in a simple way around storytelling that I don't see anybody else talking about. Obviously there's many people talking about storytelling, but not like I can and not no. like I am. And that's worth saying. I think that's important to say when we're talking about something that sounds like it's being talked about a lot to be able to say, yeah, but this is different. Yeah. Yeah. So how, how do you help people show up with that kind of confidence to say like, Hey, but what I've got is different. Like, this is it. This is, and, and to make sure that they only have to show up four times a week or three times a week or less, whatever they're doing less. We have to really know my friend Red put it greatly. It's you have to know who your invisible friend is and you have to know them inside and out. So you have to know exact what type of food they like, what type, well, what type of activities they like, who, you know, what their struggles are, where they live, how old are they, you know, know everything you can about your invisible friend, because your invisible friend is your ideal client and customer. And if you know all about them, if they're your best friend, like I, my friend, Chelsea, my, the one that lives across the street from me, I know all about her. I know her mm -hmm. chicken's names. I mean, like <laughs> everything. Yeah. And if I, if that's how you should think of your ideal client customer, you want to know all about them, because if you know all about them, you know what their questions are, you know what their problems are. And if you know your story, that's why, again, like mm -hmm. I feel like I've been destined to meet you, Alex, because when you know your story, it makes showing up every single time so easy because you know what it is that makes you different. You know what it is that brought you to where you are today. And you know what? In most cases, somebody else has been in a very similar situation. It, you know, us sharing yeah. the shared, the microphone, yeah. sitting in our rooms, doing radio yeah. shows, you know, now yeah. we have a connection and we have something, we feel a, a connection on a deeper level. And somebody else mm -hmm. listening to this might be like, huh, I did the same thing. And now they feel more connected to us because the, we had that sh shared interest yeah. and they're like, I don't necessarily need a storytelling coach, or I don't actually need social media help, but I know someone that does. Mm -hmm. And I want to tell them about you guys because I feel a connection to you. I feel like I already know you. And that's, that's the power of social media. And when you show up the right way, every single time, you are going to be able to have that connection with your ideal client and customer. They're going to want to tell their friends about you. And they're when they open up their feed, they're going to be connecting with you, not just consuming your content. We don't want, if you think about how you open up TikTok or Instagram, and if you open it up and you're just consuming, it's no different than going and turning on the TV. Yeah. But if you can have someone that opens up their Instagram and they feel a connection to you, that's, you don't need a hundred thousand followers. Cause you have that one that's going to tell you, tell all their friends about you and they're going to engage mm -hmm. with all your posts. They're going to comment and they're going to be your biggest fan. Can I ask you one more question on that? Yeah. As we wrap up, 
kind of here, but I think it's really important around that idea of, of knowing your invisible friend, who is that person? What do they eat and all that stuff? What's your approach for figuring that out, for getting that information for, are we just making it up or are you asking one of your clients or one of your hopeful clients, or are you going inside your head and your story to find that information? What's, what's your approach with that? That's a great question. And I wish that I had a shorter answer to it. Um, <laughs> I said it was, it was my friend red who taught it to me. Right. His name is red Safstrom. He's on, he's very active on LinkedIn. So I can't take credit for this, but okay. he, uh, so what I've done through his, his idea here is mm -hmm. I've pulled my fa I've I've sent a questionnaire to my favorite clients and I asked them I, a series of 10 questions about like, why do you like working with me? Let, what, tell me about your business. What, how long have you been in business? All those basic questions. And then Instagram and Facebook stories, my friend, that the people that are following you on Instagram and Facebook, they're the only ones that see your stories. So you can ask these questions to your followers. And the, mm -hmm. typically the people that are watching your stories are your biggest fans. So you can do these poll questions with them. I'm like, Hey, how long have you been in business? Right. You know, what type of content do you enjoy seeing from me the most? Real so you're, serious. you're, yeah. So you're specifically talking to the people that are out there or, you know, who you want yeah. to be your ideal clients or who the people who are already kind of following you around. You're like, what's the deal? Why are you doing this? And can I get to know you yes. a little bit more? Mm -hmm. And okay. then you sit, then sitting down and kind of filling out the rest of it, like, like with red, like what he said, with like, what's their favorite food? What's their, you right. know, I mean, I know my, all my clients, I know their favorite candle scent. Cause I, right. I, I and I send them a candle every single, you know, every Brilliant. single Christmas, you know? So, I mean, like, I know that Sarah likes cozy cabin and I, you, you send know, a so candle I mean, to podcast guests by any chance. I, a, you, right? you might have something coming in the mail, which is not a candle, but Ooh. I hope you'll like it just as How much. fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and this is where this is important because I, I think, right. So everybody's listening to this and, and, and if they've, um, assuming what they've been picking up so far is a, you know, bringing a six pack of beer is fine. As long as you're bringing some fancy meats to the party as well, bring that, uh, you can bring show up as a dinner guest, but showing up as a podcast guest, the, the key is clarity in knowing who you are, but ultimately what you're doing for people, Katie is, is helping to not just know that clarity, of course is where I hang out as well, but then there's this. So if you have that, then you can like eliminate the overwhelm. You will show up that you will enjoy this thing. It will be easier and accelerate the growth. It's not a showing up less and making less. It's actually, this can grow the whole thing for you. And then yeah. there's this piece around, but how do we do that? Right. How do we make sure we do that? Right. Well, because we need to know who we're talking to. How do we know where we're talking to? We talk to the people that are with us. We we get through that scary step and actually ask them the questions. And then I think what the, the piece that was so interesting there around this piece of connection and kind of filling in that gap is we do that from an understanding of what are we here to do and who are we? What do we have to bring? What's unique about your story? And how do you show up with that? And that sort of fills in the the DNA sequence, I guess, um, to create this person that, that you want to work with, talk yeah. to connect yeah. with ultimately. That's what it's about. Exactly. I mean, and it's, it's all about connecting. 
I think that, you know, Alex, you and I have never met in real life. We met on, on Instagram and mm-hmm. then we had, we had a couple DM conversations that wanted to get you on the hub. I mean, like, and it's just evolved. And here I showed up to this and it was just like, we even said before we hit record here, you know, it feels like we've already, like, I know you already, like, this is gonna be so easy, but to have this conversation. And I, I think that when you show up with intention on social media, things like this can happen on a regular basis with the right people. You just have to show up with intention and know what your strategy is for spending your time on this little device that we ha- hang around with our, you know, in our purses in our back pockets. I love it. That's fantastic. I love what you do. I love the mission and the message and just the authenticity that you show up with. Um, as I say, this just, it feels like it's just an easy, this is an easy conversation to always have with you. It is easy to hang out with you and someday I'll make it to Denver and we'll drink some wheat beer together yeah, and, great. and listen to old punk music. Heck yeah. Um, okay. So you just finished a summit that you hosted and you're talking about doing something in the future. You don't have to give dates on that, uh, specifically, but just, just let people know whether it's that or, uh, any other, any other programs that, that you want to uh, share with yeah. us right now, what have you got in the works? Yeah. So we just finished up social profit lab, which was a four day event, which was free next. We're, I'm hoping to do it again in the fall. We had over 40 speakers. It was a blast. And yeah, like I said, I'm hoping to do it again here in the fall and uh, with a whole new lineup of speakers, but it will be free in the fall as well. But the, the whole purpose behind it is to, there's something in your business that's missing. And some, so many times it's just changing or tweaking one small thing, and it's going to have massive results, whether it's identifying your story or showing up less on social media, or, Hey, actually sending an email to your list on a regular basis. Those small tweaks, I brought in a number of different experts to to speak on it. And I'd like to do it again in the fall. But in the meantime, would love to have you join me in the Facebook group, uh, which is still full of great conversations and tips. And you can find me on Facebook at Social Profit Lab 2023. So yeah, join our Facebook group. Social Profit Lab 2023. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Love it. Thank you so much for being here. Uh, This is a great joy and you brought great value. Thanks for being an amazing guest. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited that you got to be a part of this conversation on the No Boring Stories podcast. So go ahead and share this episode with the people that you love so that they can experience the same kind of transformation you just experienced while listening in. And then go ahead and rate and review this podcast on your favorite podcast platform as that helps this episode get seen and heard by so many other people. Thank you for being a part of this. I am so grateful to spend this time with you. This has been No Boring Stories. I am Alex Street and we are just getting started.